Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Whew, hi. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we are your hosts, the Sloppy Boys, fresh back from the Hopscotch Music Fest. Yes! What a time! It looks like Mike had so much fun, he never put his shirt back on. I am, I got my shirt right here. He's shirtless. I got big problems going on right here now. I'm shirtless. Well, as long as I see, I'm looking at the Zoom screen, and as long as your shirt is in the shot, that's cool. I, yeah, I see that's that's He has one. I'm touching it with my arm. <laughs> it's so hot in here anyway, but I stupidly started cooking chicken, and it, my <laughs> alarm's going to go off in two minutes, and I got to <laughs> turn off the oven. Now, did you set it for what four minutes? Why do I do it? <laughs> Jefferson, <laughs> yeah, per side. You googled re- uh, uh, how long should I bake uh, purple sinewy chicken? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm looking to get sick off my chicken. How long should I do that for? I want to retain that purple hue, low temp for three minutes. <laughs> yes, yes. So if you see me get up. And go, oh, my chicken needs to come out. You'll know why. We'll, we'll look yeah. for smoke coming from the right side of the Zoom square. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a real cool like uh, party podcast we have. One guy's baking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in my air fryer. Excuse me, my chicken is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I mismanaged my time, my chicken cooking time. And, Wait, uh, you can cook meat in an air fryer? Oh, Jeff. I you thought it was for tots. Everything. You can do tots too. You can do veg. Hmm. You could even put a piece of candy in there. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna melt, Aww. but it's in there. How are you? Hmm. Are you feeling hot over there too? Under the collar, yeah. Oof. I hear you. Yeah, hot and bothered. I'm with you. Um, yeah, we're 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 fully in the confusing time of year where parts of the country are having uh, autumn and parts of the country are having yeah. sizzle. We also had that fake out hurricane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, was that was that Hurricane Hillary? Yeah, yeah we've been Did confused ever since then. Crooked Hillary uh, came sweeping through, but it was like uh, pretty mild from an L.A. standpoint. In fact, we had worse storms, I want to say, in the early summer. Do you remember that, Tim? It was just like really windy every night. Yeah, I mean, we had a whole rainy year. That was like one of our less rainy days, but they did downgrade it to tropical storm right before it hit L.A. Oh, how nice of them. Jesus. Then we had the uh, the earthquake <laughs> on that same day, so it was just sort of funny. 
Oh, right. Did you guys feel that? That was insane. The, the uh, hurricane and earthquake. Yeah, it was nuts. How long was it? It was, it was like a rolling. It was one big wobble. I thought it was the wind. When I felt it, my, my building wobbled and I was like, ooh, the wind is blowing hard on the walls. <laughs> and then I looked outside. I was like, no, there's no wind blowing hard on the wind. What the earthquake? Hmm. Wind shaking the whole house. <laughs> that was the first earthquake where I did get up and stand in a door jam. Oh, nice. Ha. Which I don't know. I don't know if that's the best practice these days. Door jams. That feels like the 90s. Yeah, maybe there's pr- there's probably something more woke we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> <sighs> and we don't call it a door jam anymore. I, yeah. <laughs> I give gratitude to all the shakings. <laughs> now, I think of a door jam as being uh, a little a little triangular piece of rubber or wood that jams the door open. But when you oh, say yeah. door jam, are you saying door like doorway? Yeah. Hmm. Door frame. Door frame. Or is it a type of jam when you ha- eat your sandwich in the door? <laughs> <laughs> or were you playing that mm, little door jam? <laughs> were you playing that Starburst Fender in your doorway? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, I was. I was laying it down real, real nice, tasty groove, man. Have you have you seen those videos? It's like I don't know if they're actually real or it's just like prototypes and animations. But there are these beds that if there's like an earthquake or something, the 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 mattress drops in and these like steel things go over the top of it and there's like a bunch of water and kits and stuff in there i don't it seems like how could that possibly work or how many people are getting trapped in these things i'm not it's not like i'm looking to die in an earthquake particularly i'd love i'd love to live uh yeah. but um you know there's these people that are like and this happened with covid and it happens with everything we're like well, 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 certainly not me. Like, like I must be the my most important of all to survive. And I feel like some of our, I won't name names, but some of our more weenie friends were like going and getting sandbags from the Los Feliz fire department, like, cause they were getting ready for flooding. And it was like, who the fuck cares if you flow? Why would you flood? Like, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> who makes you the main character of the universe? Yeah. Flood. And it's like, if you get, what you get, you get all wet, you get soggy. That's bad. Fuck off. Fuck you. Don't leave your laptop on the floor. I had a friend in college. Who, That's pretty much it. Don't leave your laptop never, on the floor. Never leave your laptop on the floor. I had a friend who their uh, their dorm flooded just because some like bozo set off the um the sprinklers and they came into their apartment. Everything was soaked and they were like, "Well, it's not that bad unless I" and then they saw that they had left their laptop on the floor and it was oh. like only an inch of water but just enough to kill the laptop. Oh. My laptop has never touched the floor. Anytime I'm not typing or looking at my computer, it is closed in its case in a net, strung up <laughs> off the floor, and nobody yeah. can get to it. From bears. <laughs> For bears, yep. If a bear wants to download a, I don't know, a video about honey, <laughs> the latest Golden Grams commercial. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that Charmin commercial where the bears are itching their asses that's on the, the weirdest, trees. That's the weirdest thing. It's like, hey, they kind of in their... <laughs> Cartoon butts have flecks of stuff on their butt. <laughs> hey, I can't get all this paper off my furry ass, mom and dad. It'd be funny if now you had like uh, Cottonelle being like, oh, we have a, a, a raccoon who wipes his ass with our paper. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Oof. All right. Well, we all knew it was coming. I got to take this chicken out. You know, I'm going to give it one more minute just so it's not pink. <laughs> this will be a great live reveal. Yeah, it'll be like coming up. We have Mike's chicken. Yeah, I'll see how it looks. I'll, I'll cut. It, I'll you know at the end of the episode, I'll cut one open and show you. Give it a nice live chop. Yeah, 
Uh, so should we get into some booze news? Yeah, that'd be great. Bip, 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 hit it! Mitch, you're, you're still very loud. Can you turn down just a little bit? <laughs> you gotta turn down even a little bit more, Mitch. I'm so sorry. It's so loud. You, you, turn down for the bip, 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 bip. Who's news hit it? Oh shit! What, a, Damn. what an audio barrage! Masterful. At the end uh, turn <laughs> down for Duts was sent to us by Blair Perry, and if you have a booze news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail A tour de force. Damn, Blair, that was incredible. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very satisfying. Turn down for Duts, but then be like, oh, all these bips. This is. This is <laughs> that was good. Way to go, Blair Perry. Blair Perry. Blair Perry. And then uh, the, 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 the harmony on the that long bit at the end was sort of hearkening to like some of Kanger's themes that end with like a logo, uh, you know, like uh-huh. like WGBH TV, the synthy 80 shit. <laughs> OK, uh, top story on booze news that I wanted to call our attention to was, um, do you guys remember a uh, famed bartender Giuseppe Gonzalez? Yes, of yes. Course. Did the Trinidad Sour? Yes, that's his claim yes. to fame. He worked at uh, the Clover Club and invented that in Brooklyn and then bounced around New York a lot. And then I believe he's in Las Vegas now, uh, but sort of yeah. a esteemed elder statesman of the hip cocktail scene. And he, we interacted with him a little bit on Instagram uh, once after we did the Trinidad Sour, but I noticed he kind of recently spouted off. Oh, He took to Instagram, went on a rant about a list of drinks that never mattered. Oh wow! He was kind of he was pissed off about pumpkin spice season and being like pumpkin spice latte. It doesn't matter. You're being like tricked here, and then it led him off on this rant where he was kind of ripping some new assholes in some trendy cocktails, um, and it it teetered into a lot of stuff that we've discussed here in the pod. So I was going to run down his list of ten items. Ten. Ooh, that's great. That didn't don't matter in history of cocktails. I love that. Uh, that's such. That's so dismissive. They don't matter. Wow, I know. it's not it's overrated. Is they just they, they don't matter. Not. It reminds applicable. me. I love like the uh, the Don Draper meme of like I don't think of I don't think of you at all. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I, you're just you, you are you're just irrelevant to me. Well, geez, that's mean. Well, you'll see. These are these are. Uh, I, I think he's angry, targeting some of the the trendy ones because right off the bat, number one. Negroni Spagliato. And he says, Negronis for people who put mayonnaise in their coffee. I bet some of you forgot this was a thing. There you go. Wow. wow. With Prosecco in it? With Prosecco in it. Um, next, Dirty Shirley's. Overpriced White Claws for people that have no friends and a New York Times subscription. <laughs> Damn, he's letting it rip. Mm-hmm. Hugo Spritz. An Italian cocktail with no Italian ingredients. You can't make this shit up. We didn't. Ca- we made that drink, and and I didn't. Yeah, we didn't even think of Saint Germain is French, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is this like a BuzzFeed listicle? Why is it so punchy? I'm, it's <laughs> it's so uh, it's the by. caption. He he posted the picture of the Game of Thrones picture of Negroni Spagliato, and then yeah. he just uh, typed up a big long caption. But yeah, he's a 
He's a tidy guy, so he itemized it and numbered it. Um, espresso martini variations. I knew For people it. like wow. Kanye West that only date people that look like their exes. Okay, that's pretty specific. Okay, but he's got nothing to say about the espresso martini. I was expecting the espresso martini to be on the list. He's talking about like weird variations. Yeah, that's oh. kind of funny because there's a lot of variations that, uh, so, yeah, you think you would go after the main one, but. I mean, I think our our beloved Jack Schramm, I think he puts a little bit of Amari in his. I don't know. These, I feel like these were a bunch of the the drinks that we like. You've been bringing up in uh, booze news. You'd be like, this could possibly be the drink of the summer. Yeah, yeah. Like little trends for a second, and then they fall away. It's probably why he's pissed at them. Yeah. Next one, he says all retro drinks for people that shower every three or four days, but make over six figures. Hmm. Retro. That's a pretty wide net. Does that mean like no? A, but he, Tim, he's talking about your thing where it's like the TGI Fridays drinks coming back, right? Yeah, the suburban chic, ironic, winky, tacky kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. He's not taking the bait. He's not taking the bait. He wants to drink a good drink, and then here I like this one. He says, I took it, "Hook, line, and sinker." Ow. <laughs> Hook, line, and stinker. Um, he says, uh, twenty-five dollar drinks. If cocaine can stay the same price for 30 years, so can your bar menu. Unless you're in New York City, Miami, or San Fran, but that's only because drug dealers have to pay higher rent, too. I like that. A fancy bartender uh, talking shit on expensive drinks. I don't like Mm -hmm. spending. Mike, I don't know what the scene is like in New York, but Tim and I are paying like $20 a cocktail now. Yeah, like when you go to uh, Death & Co., it's expensive. Yeah. That's a bougie one. That yeah. I mean, that shit is very expensive, but then it is like an experience where you're like, it, it's weird how the other stuff is catching up when I'm like, wow, I'm paying $26 for a cocktail, but I'm going to sip it for 20 minutes and think about it and not mm-hmm. come back for a year. But then kind of like shitty bars. Dude. I would say when, I, or, when I'm when i at a dive bar and I order a cocktail, I just expect it's going to be $14 and that's pretty stupid. Yeah. Dude, I paid fourteen dollars for like a Modelo pint at the Virgil when I saw a friend show. I was so mad. After tip, it was like sixteen dollars. Why am I not getting like a nice cocktail? Yeah, crazy. That's like baseball prices. Um, next up on Giuseppe's hit list, pumpkin spice drinks. I'll mention it again because you're gonna do it anyway, no matter what I say. Petty. And then he says drinks inspired by popular shows. Nobody except online oh. publications cares ever. Seriously, it's never happened. If I see another Grogu garnish, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> now, though, for those who don't watch the show, Grogu is baby Yoda, Yoda's son. <laughs> <laughs> if something happens to Yoda, the assets go to baby Yoda. Tim, take <laughs> it away. Emily in Paris, Emily en mm-hmm. Paris, had what I think, I think uh, had uh, uh, maybe. Hugo Spritz or one of these was in there and that was part of the bump. But obviously the uh, Game of Thrones and, and the Grony Spot. Sure. Or, well, we've also called out um, internet publications for trying to make things a thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like number nine on Giuseppe's list? Any drink the New York Times tells me is the drink of the summer. You're, y- y'all are just trolling me now, bro. So and <laughs> And then he says, Trinidad Sours. The greatest pumpkin spice drink ever created. Hmm. Wait, what? Maybe he's joking there, but he's saying his own drink sucks. Um, or, no. How do you guys feel about the pumpkin spice? I don't do it. I, I don't think I've ever had a sip. I don't uh, I don't drink coffee, but I do remember going to Starbucks when I was drinking coffee and, and getting like 
the fun seasonal ones, and I like yeah. them. Yeah, I've done like peppermint mocha come Christmas, but sure. I'm talking PSLs. I think we're supposed to be uh, boycotting Starbucks right now because of uh, there's like a, a strike looming or something like that. Um, but I, I'm a Starbucks. I I do a lot of Starbucks, but I always feel like those promo drinks are just extremely sweet. So I'll have them. I'll have one PSL a year and be like, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just on a, an Amtrak train. And uh, they had, I went to the dining car and got, they had egg, sous vide egg bites, but it was their own brand. And it was like, they were just called egg cupcakes. <laughs> and I was like, all the egg cupcakes. And the guy was like, what? I was like, the egg cupcakes. Because they must have been new. He's like, I don't know. I was like, it says it right there. He's like, oh, yes, those things. <laughs> I'm saying what's on the menu. Wait, so they're little quiches, basically. Yeah, basically. And so, Tim, you got to figure out how to make your own egg bites. People have been tagging me. They now sell them in bulk at Costco, but my Costco membership has lapsed. Mm. I don't know if, if I have the $13 to get that going again. <laughs> you need to get yourself a cupcake sheet, baking sheet, and make them at home. Yeah, kind of the whole point is to not be making a thing at home. If I wanted I to cook, I'd cook. I know. Mm-hmm. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Well, is that for booze news? That was a really good one, Tim. Thank you. Wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, that was good. That's it for booze news. Very good. Now, I'd love to hear about the drink of the day. Don't tell me that was a new Dutz track. No way, no way. You better not be promoting your music on here. My favorite subject matter would be represented. (laughs) What? It wasn't about pussy. Oh, God. Not all Dutch songs are about pussy, Jeff. Make it to the end of the album. There's actually (laughs) some heart in there, okay? (laughs) Thank you, Tim. Telling the artist about, like, not all your songs are about that. (laughs) You hate pussy. When when can we uh, when can we see uh, Dutz Volume Two? Oh God, this one took me like five years. So that that's what we're looking at. I don't know twenty 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 eight. You go down to Sonic Ranch alone. You make you cut something great. See what you can rustle up down yeah. there. Fly me and Tim down for a track or two, but then we go home. See the thing I want to do with Dutz is come out with tracks. You know, like Drake and Rihanna will just be like, "Here's a track. Don't ask me about an album." Yeah, you should. I mean, you've got the album. That's done. That's fine. But now yeah. just track it out. Track we it out. Do that cool. too. Come uh, up with just a sloppy thanks. voice track. That's all it is. Boosh. Sure. I kind of think of these podcasts as long tracks. Long bad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Not very musical. Hey, you mentioned the uh, Sonic Ranch, which is in West Texas, which reminded me that anyone listening should go to. The El Paso mm. Film Festival on September 29th and see us, the Slobby Boys, appearing live at the premiere of a feature-length documentary that's about us making the album Sonic Ranch. The Golden Boys on the silver screen. I hope we get. I hope some people come down. That would be cool. We're going to be in there in the flesh, glad-handing. Hey, I love film. I love cinema. <laughs> We're uh, displaying it on 70 millimeter. Wink, wink. I call my people, babe. <laughs> We're going to call, be calling people Babe like the old Hollywood mm-hmm. yeah. schlockmeisters. Babe pig in the city. <laughs> You're like, call your people. And they're like, Mike and Tim? <laughs> <laughs> Babe pig in the city. <laughs> um, did I tell you there's one Easter where my family, uh, uh, we watched Babe and then my mom made a big ham and then we kind of <laughs> were sad eating a, the big ham. <laughs> And she was like, this one didn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't sure. talk. He only squealed when I slit his throat. <laughs>
Hey, I'm confusing Babe with Charlotte's Web. What mm-hmm. happens in Babe? Charlotte's Web is like saying don't is like using spider webs to get the pig to not be killed. What happens in Babe? Babe is about a talking pig. I don't know. He talks. Hmm. He talks. He talks. That'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. That'll do, piggy boy. And he went to the city in another one. They brought him back. <laughs> they brought back Babe. I think you're ta- I think Babe Babe Pig in the city might be the one where he went to the city. <laughs> I like when I like when someone's called a hayseed. That's a funny Yeah. Uh, bumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Just the guy is a total mark. I got like, bumpkins, hayseeds, and fools. <laughs> come on, hayseed. Well, all right. That's enough of that. Hayseed talk. You guys want to talk about the drink of the day? Yes. yes. Kind of an exciting one. We've been we've been sort of whispering about this all summer. Like, hey, we should do that one. I've been sort of uh, sipping them out at bars looking forward to it. I I was reading about it. I said, this is an interesting drink. The Slopheads mm. might, they might want to listen to this episode of the pod. That's good for pod traffic. Yeah. And this one actually might bring in a ton of new listeners as well. Ooh. Yeah. Hopefully they're listening right now. Welcome, folks. Welcome, new listeners. We love you. I just hope that the name of this cocktail doesn't have people coming here thinking they're going to get Purdue Pharma products. Yeah. So we're Advil at the very least. No, but on a serious note, folks. Uh, look, when it comes to the British Virgin Islands, we all know Tortola. We all know Gorda. Yeah. You know we know Anagata. Yes. But lest we forget... Yost Van Dyke? Yost Van Dyke? Are these islands? <laughs> Spelled like Jost, like Colin. Yost Van Dyke. Um, on the island of Yost Van Dyke, at a bar called the Soggy Dollar Bar. Mm. And it's, it's called this because there's no dock. So people hop off their boats and swim up and their wallets get wet. Oh, that's cool. In the 1970s, a bartender named Daphne Henderson invented what would go on to become a tiki bar staple, and it's called the painkiller you've had. Hmm. I've seen at a tiki bar. Once. You haven't had? Michael. I don't think. Maybe I have at a tiki bar, just all the stuff's floating around. I don't know what I'm drinking. Tim, I've had. I've had. I've had a lot. Tiki bar menus, for sure, uh, which is impressive to see it up there with... All the Don the Beachcombers and the, and the Trader Vicks and be so common, but it's not from with those guys. I, I I chugged a bunch of them recently because I was at a birthday party with open bar and oh, painkiller was on the menu. So I said, glug, glug. <laughs> glug, glug and a chuggy chug chug. <laughs> We're basically talking about a pina colada with orange juice and some nutmeg on top. That's really Beautiful. it. Orange juice, right? I had no idea it was that similar, Tim. It's pretty much that. And it came after the pina colada. So... Uh, it's really just OJ with the least impressive ingredient, but fresh, <laughs> ideally fresh. And let's hope not flabby, oh boy. Um, <laughs> but the nutmeg on top, that's that nice shit. You know, that's uh, uh, that's what gives it the twang. Yeah, the twang. Maybe the nutmeg. Also, like, is the rum different or something? Because I feel like every pina colada yeah, I have is a big old kitty drink sweetie. And then every painkiller I have is a distinguished cocktail for adults. Distinguished gentlefellow. Jeff, you... you- You hit the nail right on the head because the main thing is that this drink 
has to be made with Pusser's rum. Oh. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, does yes. it have to be? <laughs> now, when I say have to, I mean like in the trademark sense. Remember Gosling's dark Bermuda rum? Ah. Yes, the dark and stormy. If you make a dark and stormy, you can't call it the dark and stormy if you're not using Gosling's, and they will like find you and have you change that. Same thing with Pusser's. Um, and so, uh, Pusser's was British Navy rum, like, um, Navy strength, but the word Pusser comes from purser, like the purser, the ship's supply officer, which I think now you'd mm-hmm. call it a logistics officer, but like, this was the rum that was issued to sailors, which is so funny. We've talked about it before when it's like, you guys, you can't get scurvy. So here's a daiquiri. Yeah. The government trying to rustle up gin for the boys. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I liked it that being like part of life. You like you should should have two ounces of rum per day. Loosens you up. It's like cocaine on the Blues Brothers movie. <laughs> I've heard about that. <laughs> Was it Blues Brothers? I don't know. I, you hear about like cocaine being kind of in the budget on those like old yeah. naughty comedies. I know that uh, John Landis and John Belushi fought a lot. And that one point Belushi like walked off angrily and it was out of the Universal Gate on Lancashire, not far from the old birthday boy's house. Yeah, and he like walked into a home, right? Yeah. Didn't he like take a nap in a residence or like made a sandwich <laughs> yeah, out of residence? Yeah, he took a nap in somebody's bed. <laughs> okay, so it was ma- British Navy rum made by the British Navy, but then in 1970, the British Navy stopped making that. So now Pusser's is like, has become this private company, but still making that specific rum. And... Yeah, if, if you so if you make a painkiller and you call it a painkiller, you have to use pussers, and they're like litigious about that. In fact, I found this a, a Wikipedia fact. In 2011, there was a tiki bar called Painkiller in New York, and they were forced to change its name uh, from Painkiller to, uh, to PKNY. And do you know hmm. who made that change and who was the owner of the bar that was getting litigated? Giuseppe. Giuseppe Gonzalez himself. Really? Wow. Yes, booze news meets drink of the day. Cool. <laughs> it's a crossover of the century. This is just flowing right into the next section. This is so good. That's great. Um, so be careful. They're persnickety. And and uh, I also wanted to say that let's say you're a, you're a female listener of this podcast right now, and you're thinking- Yeah, both of you listen up. <laughs> you're thinking, hey, the two of us have been listening to this podcast. We're having a pretty good time. Uh and, and maybe you're thinking the, the Pusters people seem a little uptight, but I'm not yet personally offended or anything. They haven't done anything to make me feel specifically angry. Well, listen to this clip I found from Pusser's rum owner, Charles Tobias. Hit it. And the Pusser's painkiller? That is probably the finest rum drink in the world today. It started right over here in Joost Van Dyke at the Soggy Dollar Bar. It's four parts pineapple, one part orange juice, one part cream of coconut. And we have a number two, number three, number four. Number two ounces is Pusser's rum, number three is three ounces, number four reserved for men only, or kings as we call them, or captains, four ounces Pusser's rum. Here in the BVI, we don't allow women to drink those. <laughs> they don't like it much, but we work it out. His, his laugh, the there's fuck? like a time, he's like an old guy that thinks that's funny. They don't like it much. <laughs> <laughs> when when was that like when was that from it here? looked like kind of an old video maybe maybe it's from the 90s or something but i don't know hey hey maybe on today's episode of the sloppy boys we can honestly judge <laughs> whether we think this drink should be available to all genders <laughs> did you did, didn't the person who invented this wasn't her name daphne 
Yeah. Yeah, wait just a minute. She's probably... Well, here's the thing. We're making the standard recipe, which has two ounces. So I guess we're having the painkiller number two. He was talking about the painkiller number four. That's a weird thing with tiki bars, right? Like that thing of like, hey, uh, you're only allowed to order two scorpions. Uh, There's one other like that, like rules... I think they they like it's like boys club kind of like hey we got yeah. these old rules. Well, uh, that is uh, definitely going to ding this drink when we go to assess it at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. If we get there, are you going to go for the four ounces? I'm gonna I'm gonna have with two ounces. No, I'm not going for the four ounces, but the the, the point that that's uh, yeah that the owner of the of the rum company uh, that he kind of yeah, sucks, yeah. but also like it kind of throws off the whole uh, balance, wouldn't you say? Like, sure, you can make a stronger drink, but. You're just doubling the alcohol and keeping all the other ingredients the same? Seems weird. It does seem weird. And I don't know. Maybe let's, the one we try, maybe it'll be too juicy. And then we'll understand why people crank it up. Too juicy. Hmm. I thought it was cool, though. I just want to say it was cool. He, he said, he calls, he said that men are, are kings. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> sure. Short kings, tall kings. Because I got a crown, but every once in a while I drop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Timmy, I don't have pussers, okay? I know you offered me some, but then I read a bunch of places and they were saying like, yes, Pusser's is very litigious and that's the official rum, but is it the best rum for a painkiller? Oh, oh, I've I've got a bottle right here. I haven't tasted it yet. I got it at Cap and Cork and when I taste it, I'll tell you, we have, we we both have, we have bunches of rums and there's probably one that's very similar. So I just can't tell whether it's, it looks fairly dark, but not all the way as dark as a, the darkest of dark rums, right? Mm-hmm. It's a little ambery. It looks, it's a cool bottle. It's a cool bottle. And this here's a weird thing. It says British Navy Pusser's Rum. And then below it, rum is, it spells Ron, R-O-N, and rum, R-H-U-M, which my friend Sean Kiernan told me that it meant that it was French, but this is obviously British. Right. Admiralty Rum on the back, it says, the superb rum in this bottle is blended at reduced strength in accordance with with Royal Navy Admiralty regulations for rum. In effect at the time, the daily rum issue was terminated on 31 July 1970. This proprietary blend has been aged a minimum of three years in once used charred oak bourbon barrels and chill filtered to further enhance its flavor or smoothness. So are they saying it's a little bit weaker than it was back when the actual Navy was making it? Hmm. 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 Weird. Don't know. Chill fill. I don't know. Reddit was saying use Appleton. Okay. Ooh. Then use Appleton. And and if you don't have Appleton, I would say something that looks amberish. Um, okay. It's not an IBA cocktail. So we're using this standard recipe off of liquor.com. That's just the same as what the Pusser's guy said. It is two ounces of Pusser's rum, four ounces pineapple juice, one ounce orange juice, freshly squeezed, one ounce Ooh. cream of coconut. I wish I had Coco Lopez, that can, but instead I just have this weird bottle of, like, Real. Coco Real. Coco Real. I found some uh, uh, cream of coconut in, like, a thing that kind of looked like, uh, almost like a mustard. Yeah. It's white, though, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what the other one you're supposed to use, other than Coco Lopez, because if you remember, when we did the Pina Colada the first time, I used coconut cream and not cream of coconut oh it was like a waxy uh, can of unsweetened and it, and it just tasted like metal yeah you don't want you don't want this drink to taste like metal you want it to taste more like a coconut <laughs> um garnish nutmeg freshly grated garnish pineapple wedge 
Add the rum, pineapple juice, orange juice, and cream of coconut to a shaker with cubed ice. Yeah. Mm. Shake vigorously, but briefly to combine. Strain into a hurricane glass or snifter over crushed ice. Ooh. Oh. Garnish with freshly grated nutmeg and a pineapple wedge. Serve with a straw. <laughs> Damn, that sounds nice. good. Yeah. Ooh, I wouldn't mind putting a little whipped cream on the top of this thing, too. Ooh, a little... <laughs> That's right. I saw at Albertsons, they finally have that boozy whipped cream that uh, Cardi B was promoting. Oh, yeah. Well, did that have a funny name? Maybe just the idea was funny. Pussy whip. Oh, <laughs> come on. Okay. It'd be good. That'd be funny. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be funny. <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to go make up these painkillers. Why don't you open up your ears, open up your wallets, gather around the friends, and listen to these ads. Ooh. And spend, spend, spend. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something, and you go, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling, and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now, listen to this. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to 
your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Painkillers in hand, and no, not Tylenol or leave. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see them. Beautiful boy, Ooh. look at those. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I did? I forgot to do the crushed ice. Damn. Yeah, my ice situation is not ideal. Shake with cubes, pour onto crush. I know, I know. Yeah, I just t- dumped it all into the cup. Ah, yes, the cup. A little cup dump. After I shook. (laughs) You're supposed to discard those cubes, Michael. You know, like Jeff says, like a action hero walking away from an explosion. Cubes discarded. (laughs) Are you throwing out the clip of your gun? (laughs) Um, I realized when we were doing this, it said uh, shake vigorously but briefly. And I think that's because we've learned that like pineapple juice can really froth up if you shake Mm. it too much. Uh, Mine looks pleasantly frothed. (laughs) Me yeah. too. Ooh, that nutmeg. That's a yeah. That's nice. That's a holiday smell. Ooh, nutmeg. Holiday smell. <laughs> Remember the potent potion at the old Good Luck Bar on Hillhurst? Uh, they ha- that had nutmeg on it. Oh, it was nice. Yes, potent potables. <laughs> God, I wish I wish I knew anything about tiki back when I used to go to Good Luck Bar all the time. Yeah, you're just sucking them down with no thought. They had certain things, but I don't think they had like a standard tiki menu. No, it was it was kind of their own thing, but they had like karate punch and stuff they made up. But I'm It'd sure like they were the all Hillhurst. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure like the potent potion just was a painkiller, but they didn't have pussers rum. Oh, speaking of which, tasted pussers. Yeah, Jeff, I'd say Appleton. You're safe. Appleton's better, better in my opinion, because I love Appleton. But any darker rum, uh, if you got to use Myers, use Myers. If you got something that's amberish, darkish, uh, that's the Smith and Cross Tim, over here. Yeah, Tim, great. Oh, Smith and Cross. Smith and Cross Tim, is how about right, yeah. How about Hamilton 86 Demerara rum? Oh, um, <laughs> great. Okay, good. I'm glad I got that right. I don't know. Is that dark or is that white? Oh, it's as amber as amber could be. There you go. Is they, do they call it Hamilton rum because you only take one shot? Yep. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> you know, that's not the melody, it's, but you know. <laughs> and, it's, and it's very similar to uh, the Eight Mile melody. Uh, <laughs> whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> um, on, on Google people on, on Reddit people were saying hey light rum is a is a pina colada dark rum is a painkiller so keep that in mind with your orange juice and, ah. your, and your darker darker rum great sips sips mmm my god heaven oh man absolute heaven that cream of coconut taste is mm-hmm. so good I mean it's basically coconut frosting that stuff is thick yeah uh, pouring it out, it was rather seminal, was it not? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. rather <laughs> seminal. And then also, like, measuring it out, it's the sort of ingredient you got to do first when you're measuring in with the little measuring glass because every subsequent ingredient is going to clean up that goo and go ah, into the shaker, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Smart. See, smart, I was smart. pushing my tongue into the jigger trying to get every last <laughs> lick.
Damn, this is good. Like I do with jizz. What? Why? <laughs> Stop. Okay, Why? Two sips of painkiller and you talk like that? <laughs> you talk like that to me here <laughs> to me now <laughs> here on the pod. They tell you have a straw, but I'm saying I want that nutmeggy froth. Let me put my nose in there, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Your your straw goes right to the bottom. You only get the I want that froth. The smell, kind of. I, I stirred mine around a little, pushed mm. it down. Jeez. Oh, this is good. We should have been doing Tiki the whole time. There should be a Tiki podcast, none of that other fucking weird shit. I know. What the fuck were we doing? You know, I don't I don't ever think to order a pina colada, but I should more. These are good. It's a painkiller, Mike. It's got pusser's rum. I know, but but <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of I've heard of pina coladas before. But my point is this is good. Um mm-hmm. I feel like I get I get these when I'm in the mood for a desserty type of a thing, but I've never like drinking this, I'm like, this is really heavenly. It's frothy. The OJ is there, like if you think about it, it's sort of a little orange Julius-y thing going on. But really, I'm just tasting coconut. Mm-hmm. I could do with more. I could I could teeter toward the man the, the men's only version of this drink because um, well, you do it. I wouldn't want to have two of these in a night, you know. Mm-mm. So because it is such a uh, dessert. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, Tim, how about having two of these in the afternoon for your podcast? I love that. I love that for me. <laughs> This, I, I just got some pineapple chunks from the store and put one on as my garnish. That was some good pineapple. That is good, sweet pineapple. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the, last couple, the last couple drinks, I've been getting sprigs of mint and then the diced pineapple cup at the grocery store. And it's great to just have pineapple lying around. It's good. It's good. It's a good fruit. They have one that comes with a little packet of tahini in there and a lime wedge. You're ready to rock. Now, you know how people are like, oh, a tomato is actually a fruit because it has seeds. Are there seeds in pineapples? There must be. Nah. I don't think so. They have the cold. So is pineapple not a fruit? Maybe the whole pineapple is the seed, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Aha. I mean, you do have to get past that rough, rough husk. Mm Mm-hmm. The husk is the shell. Ah. (laughs) The yellow meat is the seed. Is the nut meat. (laughs) The seed meat. Oh, we're going to get people DMing us, I'm sure. Oh, no, I'm, this is where the seeds are. Come on. Come on. Oh, don't say nut meat. Nut meat's a real word. People use it all the time. <laughs> people everywhere you go, everyone's talking nut meat. Do you guys want to see how my chicken did? Yes. Yes, yes. this is what we really want. The live cut. Okay. Oh, I, I, I didn't put any sauce or anything out, but let me take a bite. That's where it really, you got to bite down to the bone because that's where. Tim, that might be paint. Mike, open up that chicken, will you? Let's see the inside. That's paint. Oh. Oh, my God. Nice, it's white. That's not pink. It's, it's a nice white. chickeny beige. Beige meat. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's good beige. Hanford, I've never seen such I a did. well-cooked, perfectly cooked piece of chicken drumstick. Mm. And all I did, I didn't put any seasoning. I put garlic salt on it, and it tastes great. That's nice. That's a seasoning, my man. That's a seasoning. I know, but I, I usually do... You know, if you make chicken, you put a whole bunch of shit on it. Last second, I said, oh, wait, I got to put something on here. Dash, dash, dash. Dab, dab, dab. Dash, yes. Thank you, Jeff. Not dab. (laughs) I bought some boneless, skinless thighs the other day, and I saw a giant bag of drumsticks, and I was like, no, I don't buy drumsticks. But now I'm looking at Mike's drumstick and thinking, maybe it was I who was the fool all along. Get Get the drumsticks. Oh, Tim, did I tell you? I think you were there, but we didn't comment on it. At Rustic, I got wings, and a fucking thigh showed up in my wings. No. 
Like a big one? Like, yeah, it was a wing, but then it kept going with like more meaty chunks. And I I was like, this is a fucking thigh got in there. <laughs> it kept it going. It kept going. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> this wing kept going. <laughs> <laughs> How long is this wing going to be? It was dynamite. That's that's, that's God, nice. you don't expect to get a chicken thigh in your chicken wing order. Oh, bonus! It's just another thing we've said with ye rustic that that you know they they ask you you want it regular crispy or extra crispy and we're like it's kind of crapshoot what you actually get and the sauces seem pretty mm-hmm. interchangeable. Now the the, the the chicken part is interchangeable. What <laughs> what am I order when I when I if I say I want medium wings and you uh, you bring me hot thighs? What did I? Why did I say anything? Sure. Just be happy you're getting anything over there. <laughs> anything came out. Also, the mind reels like, you know, you, sometimes you get a half chicken at like a uh, counter or at a grocery store mm-hmm. or something like that. What if you get prepared just like a wing, just like a wing, deep fried, tossed in buffalo sauce, a whole half chicken. Imagine that. Wow. How about a I'll do one better? How about a whole chicken? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Damn. It'd be great to have a, a Thanksgiving turkey that was... Uh, like a buffalo sauce, it still had the stuffing on the inside. Yeah, just treat it Ooh. as one big wing, but it's stuffed. What if it's stuffed with Man. blue cheese? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I like the sound of that. Tim, that sounds good. Maybe you move the bones out and put blue cheese for the bones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if blue cheese will do the structural work that a skeleton does. <laughs> I'm sure the, the food geniuses over at Kraft can put something like that together. Oh, yeah. They firm up the crumbles of blue cheese so it's very <laughs> bone-like. That's good. I bet. You know what I bet they could do? They should do this. Oh, this would be so good. You know those, like, frozen mozzarella sticks you can do? Mm-hmm. It's basically that. But instead of, like, the breading part, that's chicken. You know, you just chop a bunch of chicken and... <laughs> Press it. It's like, you know how they can shape chicken nuggets into whatever? Just shape Like chicken fries at Burger King or whatever they were doing. Yes. And then you put the blue cheese right in the middle there like a mozzarella stick. That's good. If they can replace Wolverine's bones with adamantium, they can replace Mm -hmm. a chicken's bones with blue cheese. Oh, God. Don't get me thinking about uh, Deadpool and whatever that movie's coming out. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm so sorry. I know you were really... Yeah, you're going to let me know, though, right, when it comes out? Yeah, I'm going to let you know. that. I know you were looking forward to that movie so much. I'm so sorry about the strike. <laughs> oh, that's what's keeping... Oh, right, because they can't... Damn. <laughs> oh. you, now you're complaining about the st- <laughs> strike. We got to end this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those wonderful studios have such great stuff for us, but the writers are ruining it. No. <laughs> Union strong. <laughs> Writers take a pay cut so we can get Wolverine and his friend Deadpool. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't end the strike unless we make it all our terms met. And PTB better cave to our demands or else I'll just say this. I've hinted mm-hmm. at it online. Next step, we start to get a little violent. No, no. Physical no. harm is what comes next. Jeez, you guys sound like Bane. We've been worried about financial stuff so far, but no one's talking about casualties, and that's what I'm threatening. Mm-hmm. I think the only casualty is this Deadpool movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, let's bring it back to the drink. I was going to say, let's bring it back to the chicken. I forgot. Okay, drink. <laughs> Maybe, uh, Jeff, when you post this episode, should we say chicken? <laughs> episode 152, chicken. <laughs> we can make a chicken stop on the way back to the drink. 
Oh, no, no, uh, the chicken looked good. I'm jealous. I'm going to make some chicken later. Jeff, take it away. Sure. Uh, you guys ever had a frozen painkiller? I see that a lot, too. And now that I know it's so related to the pina colada, I'm not as impressed. Hmm. Normally, I see a frozen drink, and I feel like it's just like the height of luxury. I think it's great, but you're pushing it back into pina colada territory, right? Because pina colada right. tends to be blended. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't think this bothers people as much as... Like, I need to segregate... There's the tiki drinks and the beach drinks, you know, like the boat drinks and the pool drinks are separate from the tiki drinks. And I feel yeah. like pina colada, plop me on the beach, sit me in the sun. I'm drinking a pina colada uh, painkiller. I'm sidled up to a little tiki bar in yeah. the dark. And mm-hmm. the, the nutmeg is kind of what's doing that. About to watch Grown Ups 2. You know, <laughs> but the nutmeg is what's giving it that more... It's strong. It's tiki-ish. I, I don't think I want to drink this in the sun. Yeah. I don't usually uh, go in for those um, those uh, ice, those uh, frozen drinks. Get out of here. Like, it's like blended. It's like a smoothie, right? Yeah. Yeah. But not like a slush puppy, like a good one. Yeah. You know, the slush It's like pu- very fine. I, I've had them before, and I get it, but I just never usually get them. The Tulip Shop Tavern... Oh, remember those? We had some Portland. We had some frozen Cuba Libres, and they were the coldest motherfuckers. They were cold. I swear, you know, you hold the glass, and then your fingerprints are on the. They leave f- melted fingerprints on the frozen glass. Yeah, it was so cold they refroze. Wow, How about that. Those were good. And look, I've had them before. I'm just saying I don't usually go in. Sure, I know. Oh, like not every day. And I don't mean to jump on you, Mike. No, no, no! You're good. You're you're all right. You're good. You're good for now. See, we had some frozen painkillers at uh, Broken Compass, did we not? I don't recall. Uh, huh? I mean, a, a frozen. <laughs> Jeez, I remember having a mai tai there. We tried to go to um, Broken Compass. We couldn't get a table because it was new. And I swear that we all got frozen painkillers, but maybe you didn't. And then we went to Smokehouse. I bet I would have got a mai tai. Because I'm a Mai Tai kind of guy. And we saw Eric Estrada. <laughs> ah, <laughs> really? yes. Perfect. At the smokehouse? With the perfect yes. celebrity cool. to see at an old San Fernando Valley steakhouse is the guy from Chips. <laughs> mm-hmm. Remember in the movie um, Licorice Pizza? They go to that uh, old bar yeah. or that old restaurant. Was that? That wasn't the smokehouse, was it? No, I thought it was Barone's or I thought it was Little Tony's. And then I Googled it and it wasn't either. Smokehouse-esque, though. I'll give you that. It's called, the, like, the cock and bowl or something like that. Oh. In the movie, in the movie. That's great, because that's when she's hanging out with Sean Penn, right? And the, yeah. and the kid is, like, getting jealous. That's so Yeah, funny. I just saw that scene recently on uh, on TV or something. It was, it was so funny. She's, like, Sean Penn is kind of, t- I think, doing lines from a movie he was in, and she's, like, had a couple of martinis. She's, like, what do you, I don't understand what you're talking that's about. So great. <laughs> just like the, It nails that feeling of, like, yeah, they're they're older and more established and have more money, but they're like not cool. Yeah, yeah, like they're, they're cool to each other only. After after pumping the brakes with a with a teenager who has a crush on her, she's like, "Here I am with a real man." And then that guy is not. He's talking about himself. He's telling his stories. He's not showing yeah. her attention, and she's realizing like, "Okay, well, this guy's rich and handsome, but uh, I want to talk." <laughs> you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a good movie. What's the rest of your guys' days like? 
<laughs> I guess just eating chicken. Is it hitting you, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I got to take down uh, six drumsticks of chicken over here. Here's the thing. I want to try the King's version of this, but I don't want to drink four ounces. So what I'm going to do is... Drink half. I'm going to I'm gonna oh. make half, but I'm going to... So preserving two ounces of the rum and then cutting all the other ingredients in half. Ah, you, know you just want to see what the taste would be. I just want to get what the, like, I get you. see what the taste would be. I drank I get my round one. I drank this down exactly precisely halfway, and now I'm going to... Add two ounces of, I mean, it's not a perfect science because there's rum in here already, but if, if I add two ounces of pusters to this, I'll get an idea of the the drink. Tim, the science is sound with us. Yeah. That works. <laughs> it's satisfied by our peer review. Yeah. <laughs> that are, satisfies math and science. Um, And then, you know, then I'll have a, I'll, maybe I'll sip it and I'll, and maybe I'll come back on here and be like, guys, look. I know it sounds bad, but this one can, women can't have this. <laughs> okay, great. Great. Tim, that, hold up, hold up your drink again, Tim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's such a funny straw. That straw is so long. I know. I ran out of normal straws. It's like a, it's like a hurricane glass straw. I only have these giant coffee, like, uh, like venti straws. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Well, folks, <sighs> we're going to make another round of these. And when we come back, final thoughts. Love that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And we're back with painkiller tweaks. Tim, what'd you do? <laughs> painkiller tweaks. Um, well, I added my two ounces of extra rum Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take my sip. Yeah, me too. Okay. That's the tiki taste that brought this one from the, from the pool indoors to late night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. This, I mean, fucking delicious, but also you lost a lot of the taste of some of the juices. So, so maybe... The perfect split would be the the painkiller number three, and I don't know what you think, Jeff, but I hate saying this because you know it's twenty twenty three. No, we want to be progressive. Look, yeah. Tim, I worry about what you're going to say next. I don't think this drink should be consumed by cis het women. Okay. No, Timothy. Oh boy. I don't know if I stand by that, Tim. No, I don't either. I think you got it all wrong <laughs> over there. I wish it were different. I wish. Tim, 
You're, you're, you are, well, that's what you wish. He speaks from the heart. I just. His cold black heart. When it comes, when it comes to people who menstruate. Oh, Jesus. I can't, I can't, I can't allow it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Other stuff. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 fiscally liberal. I'm fiscally very liberal. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hey, tax me all you want. I love that. (laughs) Fiscally. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, but Mike, he just can't see a menstruating person, and yeah, yeah, he just can't see it. That- there's right and there's wrong, and and you know, I was raised. It's how I was raised. I get that's what he can't see, but I just don't think it's right. <laughs> okay, well, for me, I think folks all over the globe could enjoy such a delicious treat. Yeah, this is good. I didn't do a new. I'm still working on mine, so I didn't do a new thing. I did mine from scratch, but um. Mm. Basically a halfer, but you can see it filled up a rocks glass just so. Yeah, yeah. And I even hand cracked the ice this time. How about that? Ooh. Mmm. Ooh, folks, that's good. I would gladly pay twenty dollars <laughs> for that. But you're in your own home. What are you gonna will you just put the money on the counter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you bought you bought the, the rum, so I'd say that was the payment. You know what? I, t- I took a twenty dollar bill and I I put it in the the sink. To pay homage to the soggy dollar bar or whatever Tim <laughs> said in segment one. And you flushed it or you just uh, flushed it? Mm-hmm. What was it? Soggy dollar? So- soggy dollar bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I did. You're thinking of um, Soggy Bottom. I think that's where... Uh, that's where SpongeBob lives. In a pineapple. There's the, so that in, makes in Oh Brother Where Art Thou, there's the Soggy Bottom Boys. Mm-hmm. I think they show up in SpongeBob too. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think that's what I think. Mike, what did you do? Uh, you're you're awfully mum about your tweaks. I'm still uh, finishing my first one. Okay, cool. Ah, each sip is good. You know, sometimes some drinks you as the you more and more sips, it's worse and worse. This is better and better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys, head on over to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys and hear us talk about non-cocktail things, such as this week's best fall aspect. Mm. We, we discuss all the different facets and features of the autumn time. Yeah, there's some certain qualities that come up when autumn is in the air, huh? Mm. Yep. Several yep. attributes worth <laughs> discussing. And no other podcast is covering this shit. They will not cover the emotions felt uh, regarding certain points of a uh, yes. season. Yes, <laughs> thanks for saying it. Finally, Mike. What was the other one we did like that? It was it was a best Christmas aspect. Yeah, well, it's a banger app if you ask me. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a damn good one. Good episode, guys. Great episode. Really good episode. And great episode. Those of you listening at home. A lot of new ears in this episode showing up. I think a lot of new listeners. Yes. Hello, everyone. We we look forward to seeing you. Or hearing from you and you hearing us more and more and more and what is it do you think it's these are people that saw us perform in uh in raleigh north carolina at the hopscotch fest and they jumped on board with the painkiller pod yeah i think Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) we we performed for a hundred thousand people i think all the members of pavement and dinosaur jr (laughs) i think they're listening as well 
because they were at they were playing that fest. Oh yeah, I, I I heard that like Dinosaur Junior and Pavement like their their podcasts are skyrocketing this week. Uh, Japanese mm-hmm. breakfast they have that they have that breakfast pod. <laughs> Everyone is listening to that. Dinosaur Junior changed their song. Uh, uh, never mind. The song's called Feel the Pain, isn't it? Yep. I thought it was Feel the Noise, and I was going to say they changed it to Sloppy Boys. I thought you were going to say Feel the Pain turned into, like, Painkiller or something, but... Oh, that, yeah, that Feel the Painkiller. killer. weird if they just... Hear the Painkiller episode they've changed it to. All right. Well, uh, folks folks at home listening, great job yourselves, but um, you can bring a friend next time. Think about <laughs> it. Bring a friend. Bring a friend. Yeah, I did say friend, didn't I? <laughs> so, folks, next time, you got to bring a friend. When you start to slur, it's time to end the podcast. <laughs> Indubitably. Bye, folks. Ah. <laughs> oh.